Thursday. We take on all legal questions about any subject, try to give you some guidance. You know, everyone, it's a litigious society. Everyone complains about what lawyers charge. You're we litigious. Try to point you in, we try to point you you're, in the right you're direction. You're litigious. 729 Back at our studio today, first, uh, uh, first he does child support, uh, divorce, family issues, uh, custody. He is one of the best at what he does. I mean, he is genuinely a guy who's got a heart that cares, has passion for what he does, likes what he does, and, uh, and is one of the best at it. Uh, from the firm, he does the family law aspect. Uh, it, uh, to know him is to love him, and, and you will. I can assure you that, unless unless uh, you know you're going against him in uh, in the dispute, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Devecchio. Hi, that, Mark. Hi. How are you? That was far too kind. Thank you very much for your no, kind. No, but words. I mean it. I absolutely mean it. Uh, there is something about Devecchio that you will just like as a person. And you will uh, respect as a lawyer. He's just a, he's just, uh, he's what a lawyer should be. Let's put Thank it you, that Ron. way. Thank you very much. And now sitting uh, probably Hi, in my Ron. chair. Yeah, in your chair. <laughs> in my chair. Uh, he has an artificial knee now, folks. He's had a knee replaced. Literally, let me say this. Let me say this. He's one of the smartest guys. Uh, uh, when it comes to law school, he was great in law school. He was really smart in law school. You know, some people love him, some people hate him, but if you need a lawyer, he's a guy that you A lot of long wants. knives out for me, uh, Ron. Abs- absolutely. Sorry. But, but, but here's the reality. He is good so at what he does. It. I could take right. it. I'm tough. All right. Well, he's not that tough. We saw him when he had his knee replaced. Yeah, that, re- uh, that Iron Man stuff didn't go too good. No. Yeah. All right. Here, here's, the, here's the chairman himself, uh, Dave Beatrice. Dave, well, nice to have you Thank you very much. Us. We have actually some people... Who have already called in? Can we take them, or do you want to talk? No, about we'll it? we'll take them, and then we'll get to you. Just let's okay. take some calls. We have Dave with the legal question. Dave, are you there? Yes, sir. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Hey, Mark. How you doing, buddy? Very good, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm doing good. Happy New Year to both of you. Happy New Year to you, David. Yes. Hey, listen. I got a question. I need your input because uh, you know I'm just a bit confused, uh, and and this is great because. Uh, uh, you, you, you know, you, you're with elections too. You know. Uh, uh, you well, get know. to the question, will you? You're killing time. Come on, spit it out. <laughs> hey, be nice. That's... All right, listen. Here, here we go. Uh, just uh, how do you Jesus. deal with, with, with a coup and someone trying to steal an election? I mean, I, how does that work? I, I think it's the biggest. Okay, problem let, let me just say this, caller, because I'm just so sick of this talk. <laughs> you cannot steal an election. Okay, I sit on the board of elections. It is impossible to steal an election. Let okay. me just put that out there now. Okay? Right. It's nonsense to say that. Okay, you would have to have right. 20 people. No, now be quiet. Okay, I tell you what, I tell you what. We're going to hang up on you and answer your question. Goodbye. Okay, in order to steal an election, Ron, you'd have to have a minimum of... 20 people in a conspiracy in Mahoning County, okay, plus the IT guy. And even then it could get caught because we run the paper ballots after the computer. So you'd somehow have to rig the computer system and then stuff the ballot boxes. And then somehow there's so many checks and balances on it that you can't. It's just ridiculous. It's stupid talk. 
It's like saying I'm gonna I'm gonna jump to the moon. Okay. Well, I'm I'm assuming he's going to. He's talking. It was on the news last night about the Sean McKenney and how much the 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 woman down to the board elections has to put together. But I mean, you know, apparently he's got a lawyer and a law firm that's bringing this on. But you're saying it's a long. Well, of course, it's a long shot at best. I can't ever think of it ever happening in my lifetime. No, it's overturning an election. They're not going to overturn the election. This isn't a political show, but Sean McKinney is wasting the taxpayers' dollars. He should get behind the duly elected mayor of the city of Youngstown, and that's Tito Brown. And for his continual refusal to acknowledge that Tito is the duly elected mayor of the city of Youngstown, is dragging Youngstown down, not putting it forth. So it's Stop self- looking like a crybaby in a, right. in a sore loser. Uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's me. I mean, stop, stop it. I mean, you lost, you know, Tito Brown lost to uh, McNally uh, uh, initially by a very slim margin, too. Right. He knows what it's like. And the very I mean, first call now. that the mayor, Tito Brown, made that night was to John McNally to congratulate him. Okay? Right. That, that's what you call class. Okay? Right. That's what you call right. being a leader. You know, everyone loses. I've lost elections. Everybody loses elections. I get it. No one cheated anyone out of anything. It's ridiculous can, to think otherwise. Can you imagine how much this has got to be costing whoever's paying for the legal bills I'd like to of know this prestigious firm? Because that I firm mean, you know, bills out got, at four to five hundred dollars an hour. I haven't heard of those type of prices since DeVecchio. But, you know, I mean, that's ridiculous, <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, no, I, well, Ron, I agree uh, with you. You know, that's. That's like your lord and master and savior, Ronald Trump kind of prices, Ron. Okay, let's go to right, Terry absolutely. who has a legal question. Terry, welcome to Youngstown Warren's only news radio, 570 WKBN. Legally speaking, how can we help you? Hi, sir. I'd like this question directed to Mark, if I can, please. Okay. My son has a fiancé who is expecting a child within the next month. They have chosen not to get married prior to this child's birth. My question is, I understand that once she uh, delivers this baby, she can put my son's name down on the birth certificate, but that does not give him parental rights. Is that correct? That is correct. That's just an acknowledgement. That's just one cue that your son has, that that he is the biological father. They've acknowledged on the birth certificate that he's the biological father. So that's some of the evidence that would be used to to establish paternity. All right. So once they get married, which they are planning on doing after this child is born, what would change then? Does he have to... Do anything to that's a uh, great that's a that's a really yeah that's a really good question um because the child's born out of wedlock once you're married see if the child's born during the marital term there's a presumption that the child belongs to the parties that are married if the child's born before the marriage you know just just to to make things to sure i i would establish paternity it it doesn't take much to establish paternity you could do it by an agreed judgment entry and then that's insurance from future problems you always have to guard against you know problems cropping up in the future so, so I, after the, after they choose to get married they're saying no well as soon as the baby's born i would i would file a motion establishing paternity acknowledging that he's the father and then get married and then there you have no issues well, can I ask you? That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen in a time because this child's going to be born probably within the next three weeks. Well, when are they planning on getting married? I know, right? 
Um, I don't know. But they're engaged. They, they've they been living together. Uh, we're not questioning whether or not he is or isn't the father, although right. probably, he should probably be doing it. What, I understand that. Terry, what I'm but saying I, is after the child's born, after the child's born, right. You could go to a lawyer or you could try to find a form where both of your son and his fiance draw up a paper and file it in the juvenile court in the county where they reside, acknowledging that he is the father, establishing paternity, and then that's like an insurance policy. Then you don't have to worry about anything else. Then they could, there's no rush to get married or they could go get married. But but in the event they would ever get divorced, I would imagine that the wife could say, well, you know, paternity was never established, and this child was born out of wedlock, and I don't believe you're the father. And it could just create problems. So let's just try to avoid those problems. It's not that hard to establish paternity, especially when both of the parties are in agreement. Let me ask you this, Terry. Probably probably no one knows more about uh, this uh, topic than I do. Um, <laughs> wh- why, don't they, why don't they just get married, like, really quick, and, and do a quick marriage, and then if they want to have some bigger shindig, do a, re- do a reenactment later on and avoid all this kind of Did stuff? Did you why use the word sh- a- shindig? What exactly is the word shindig, Ron? Well, it was a show in the know, 60s. Uh, you know, it's. I'm just trying to say that I know a lot about this. So I'm saying to her, why don't you just have like a real quick wedding, avoid all this kind of stuff? Why delay this? And then later on, you can have a reenactment, and if if that matters, that's great advice uh, as well. That's great advice. They're grown adults. I can't force it. All I'm trying to do is protect my son and letting him know that these options are available. This is what you should be doing. So later on in life, he doesn't say, well, you knew. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I'm just covering my, my behind saying well, I did Yeah, but, but, wouldn't he, but wouldn't he like his uh, son or daughter to know that they that when they were born that they were married at that time? Yeah. You know? I mean, you... they'll figure out. Right. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just saying I, I would have that conversation with your son, with, with, with your son or daughter. I'm like an expert in this field. Believe me, Terry. I know more about this than anybody. You are Believe an expert. Me. That's that's great advice. I mean, just get married before the baby's born. Then you're good. Right. Right. You're getting married anyway. Let me put it this way, Terry. All of my friends, all of my life, when they came and says, hey, guess what? I'm getting married. My first question would be to all of them, when she do. All right? That's why I know about this. All right? That's just the people I know. I've been in broadcasting a long time. Ring, I said, when is she due? So. Right. Well, thank you, Terry, for Thanks, calling. Terry. Good luck. All right. We have now, let's see, Jerry. Jerry, welcome yes, to Legally Speaking. My, How can we help you? I in a minor accident with a motorcycle in a truck, and uh, they took every, the other guy's word 100% and me zero. No problem on that. And uh, they didn't write me a ticket. I'm surprised. But I can't figure out why, because if you're going to hang somebody, do a good job. And then uh, the insurance company, I checked with them. They said, I'll be raised $500 for a period of five years. But then my wife is being raised, too, and she had well, nothing well, to do well, it. Well, 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 Jerry. Jerry. Hey, Jerry. hey, Jerry, hang on a second. You're babbling like an idiot. What what, what are you saying? I don't un- I don't understand anything that you've said here. So take it from All the top. Right. So, well, start. start like, what, let me ask saying, him Dave? some questions. Let me ask. Jerry, oh boy, good God! You you were in an automobile accident. Yes. Okay. Did you have insurance? Oh yes. Okay. And you're saying that you were not issued a ticket, correct? No, but it was. It took everything the guy said and nothing for me. Okay. 
But even though you were who was at fault? Hey, Dave, ask him who was at fault. He he said well, the. Go ahead. He, he wasn't even on the road. Yeah. He was on the Jesus. side of the road. Okay, Jerry. Dave, who's at your fault? Insurance you company. Me? Did your insurance company determine that you were at fault? Your yes. insurance company. Yes. Okay. And so, thank you, Dave. Put out, I would be guilty. Well, you're not guilty of anything because you weren't charged with anything. You're Why insu- wasn't he? Because no, the, the officer didn't issue him a ticket. Well, uh, the insurance company charged me a thousand dollars extra for five years. Okay, so they raised your rates. Right. Okay, so go get another insurance company. No. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, that rates because they, you put in a claim. They had to pay a claim, and depending right. on how many claims they've paid out, the your rates go up. The insurance company will pick it right up and have me pay them. Well, maybe, maybe right. not. I yeah. tell people every year, shop your insurance. Yeah, okay? Well, how that. bad a, Hey, hey old-timer, how bad an accident? Point. I think everybody oh, should have a camera in their vehicle. That's not you know, a law. Can you, uh, a vehicle camera. Right, that right. could be a law. That's not a law. What did you hit the guy? Old timer, did you hit this guy on a motorcycle? Yes or no? Just answer yes. that. Yes or no? Oh, All right. So you caused him. He wasn't even on the road. All right. Well, but how you did hit you him. hit him if he wasn't on the road? He was on the berm, on the gravel part of the road, passing up a whole bunch of traffic that was. Ooh, and you hit him. You hit him because you were turning yeah. right. Well, wait a minute. Put him on hold. This guy might have a case. Right. Hang yeah. on a second, Jerry. Just Stand hold by. on. We're going to take a hold. break. We're going to come back with Jerry, Tom, and Todd and all others. Do you have any, uh, do you have any aspirin back there? I need some. nobody to treat you better. I know not just as a guy broadcasting from the showroom, but as a customer as well. Meet your community hero, Shorty Navarro, a 2018 Time Dealer of the Year at Stadium GM in the heart of Salem. We want to make you part of our family here. All right, I never dreamed today I'd be saying this, but I can hardly wait to hear more about Jerry. Jerry, you're turning Jerry, left. Jerry, are you there? Yes. All right, so you, are you turning left or are you turning right? All right, so, Jerry, the law is when you're turning left, you have to yield to oncoming traffic. Two semi, a whole slew of traffic was completely blocked. Two semis stopped both lanes, and they motioned me on. And then they toot-toot, they booped the horn, I hit the brake. The dude was coming down the side of the road, not on the highway, on this berm. Well, you tell your insurance company you're not at fault then, and don't let them pay it, okay? Now, talk about this, Dave, because that guy was not... They cops word for law, you know that. Or the semi... They're they're more power than Jesus. Why didn't they talk to the semi-drivers? Because they left. Oh, they he never left. got hey, there. Give me their phone number, but would you like the one they give us? One two six seven four one four. Oh no 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 no! Dummy up, will you, Jesus? <laughs> Honest to God, I want to sometimes. Ron, you got a really short fuse tonight. What's the problem? I, I, uh, What's wrong uh, with you tonight? Do you have a because, headache? Uh, you yes. Are you at, nervous that the president's out of the country, Ron? What's wrong? No, I'm. Not, uh, go look at the reevaluation of your property taxes online, and then get back to me. Uh, go to Mahoney County Auditor. His website. Type in your name and look at how you, what where your property taxes were and where they are now, and then get back to me. Okay, hang All right, hang up on, on that guy. But but uh, no, hang on a second. This guy. If, if the truck is, drivers describes... told him to move along, they may have incurred some liability in no, that accident. Dave, 
what, the guy's driving down the berm. Isn't he at fault because he's on the berm well, and, and not in a roadway when this guy was actually making a legal left-hand turn? The answer is maybe, maybe not. Look, <laughs> when you – well, that's the answer. But there's got to be witnesses, independent witnesses. Well, not only that, it doesn't matter. When you make a left-hand turn, you must yield to oncoming traffic. That's the law. Mm-hmm. What, what if it's the traffic in a berm? And incidentally, it does, listen just to me. Did I say you had to yield to oncoming traffic in legal lanes, or did I say you have to yield to traffic coming, uh, oncoming traffic when you're making a left turn? I see this a lot with people that you know they're trying to make the light, so they're in yeah. a light and it's yellow, and the other light's red, and the guy makes the left turn and the guy blows the light. They're both a little at fault, but probably the guy making the left turn is more at fault because you must yield to oncoming traffic when you're making a left-hand turn. It's the law. And, and now, I know that uh, law gets in the way sometimes. Yeah, sometimes that can get in the way. But uh, he didn't – now, this guy didn't get a ticket, per se. No. So, so but they his own insurance they, company. His own insurance company thought he was at fault. Yeah, but I mean, don't, don't insurance companies usually ask you the first question? Did you get cited? And if you, get, you didn't get cited, no, that, getting cited is only a determination in many determinations as to who's legally at fault in the accident. There's a difference between civilly at fault in an accident and criminally at fault in the accident, and so those are two separate inquiries. Now, and here's another thing: all of these You're years, all fiery tonight, Ron. Why are well, you so no, fired up tonight? Uh, uh, what this happened, whole tax you know? thing has me just to What tax thing? Uh, the reevaluation of your property taxes. I'm telling you, you got to go study it. Uh, the, the the new taxes are out. Go look. But here's the. You mean I have to re- pay more on my taxes now? Yeah, your property taxes went up. I can assure you. Incidentally, you're in Canfield uh, City or town? No, you're in Boardman. Yours Boardman went up. Township. Canfield you want to know how schools. much they went up? Ten point seven percent in Canfield Township, seven percent in Canfield City, six point nine percent in Poland, eight point seven percent in Lake Milton because they reassessed property values. Well, so said, how is that unfair? And, the and, more your then, property's worth, shouldn't you pay more in taxes? Well, they're pricing you out of your damn home. No, they're not, Ron. They just put yes, more equity in mine, right? Yeah. No, they, they just didn't. reevaluated your home. They they increased the value of your home, and you're complaining about it. Yes, for a, for the cost of a cup of coffee a day. Oh uh, no, mine went up two hundred fifty-five dollars additionally a year. That's one hundred twenty-five a half. Yeah, no, you're right. That's okay. So, so over it, six months, it's now four thousand dollars a year. Wait, That's ridiculous. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, Ron. Wait. I'm just, I want to. I want to give you an example. I'm on edge, Dave. I know you're on edge. You say your taxes went up two hundred fifty dollars a year. Correct. Yes. Two fifty-five. There's yes. three hundred and sixty-five days in a year. Correct. I know that. Yes. So take three hundred and sixty-five and divide divide two hundred and fifty uh, by no, that. It's not even a dollar a day. But okay. So how much is what... a cup of coffee? I said well, it's can't... a cup of coffee a day. That's what I said. I was accurate. Yeah, but maybe You're I want so to spend nasty. it on a cup of coffee. You're but so don't you nasty. get it? That's on top of what I'm already paying. So it's now over four thousand dollars a year. That's ridiculous. It's well, just getting. Well, it's move. just getting ridiculous. What do you want me to tell you? Move. Do you got any room over your place? No, I do not. <laughs> I'm Maybe trying. You, you got that bed that goes up and down. Oh, and I do. Like that that, that <laughs> posturepedic stuff. It's great. Maybe that's why you're in such a good mood. You're sleeping oh, so I'm good. I'm sleeping like a stuff. log. Put the massage right. thing on. Oh, you're right to bed. I want to talk about insurance companies and then take more calls. Because all right. I, uh, all right, so stand by. 720. Is that... 
Frankenstein. He knows what that is. That's Edgar Winters Frankenstein. All I know is it's good music. We got a bunch of calls here, Ron. Is it all right if we get to him? I know it's your show, but I want to make sure, you know, because you like to be in charge like the president, Ron. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Todd, welcome to Legally Speaking. How can we help you? Hi. Um, Hi. I had a question for you. Uh, my My father is now deceased, and he worked in the mill for 30 years, and before he died, he filed a claim for uh, asbestos because he had spots on his lungs. Mm-hmm. Well, now that he's uh, passed away, my, my mother gets uh, periodically like uh, different settlements from different places right. through, an, through an attorney. She gets checks and stuff. Uh, my question is, why... Before she gets a check, it has to go through the... Uh, Probate court? Yeah. It's just the way they've set that up. I, I used to help out some of the firms that were doing that. The checks go through the probate court because they got to get probate court approval, and it's just the way they do it because your father's deceased. Yeah. If he was living, it wouldn't have to go through the probate court. Okay. So, okay. So that, that's, uh, it, it automatically goes through there. Yeah. Because well, they, it, it, they don't take any money from it, do they, Dave? They just have to go through the estate no. or something, right? Okay. Right. There might be a way to to bypass that. You know, maybe you should hire a lawyer to look to see if you just can't bypass it. But I'm I'm assuming they made some kind of a settlement. Your father's going to get so much money. They're probably keeping his estate open. God forbid something happens to your mo- your mother. It's going to go to other people. I don't know. I'm just taking shots in the dark. But right, right. Well, somebody had told me that the reason why it goes through the probate court is because there was nobody designated executor of his estate. That could be the case yeah. too. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you, All Todd. Right. All right. Let's see who's been waiting the longest. Tom has. Tom, you have a legal question. Yeah, hi. You guys have a great show. <laughs> Thank Thanks, you for Tom. listening. Um, my wife and I have custody of our eight-year-old grandson. Um, his father, up until the end of this past year, had regular every two weeks would have him for the weekend of um, court-ordered um, visitation. He also, well, he never actually paid any support or anything. We never got. We didn't want anything. It would go to the state to cover Medicaid and everything. But then we'd get regular reports for child, from Children's Services. But he never really paid anything into that, and still does not today. Right. Well, as of the first of the year, he said he's no longer going to have visitation. That our grandson doesn't doesn't show any interest in going. And we've talked with him, and he really he, he it's in Hermitage, PA. We're in Niles. Um, he shows no interest in going. So, and you know, he doesn't. He just doesn't want to do it anymore. My question is, for non-support, even though we've never requested support, it's for the Medicaid and non-visitation. In a year, can I then file for adoption? Well, is that grounds? Where's the mother? Uh, the mother is our daughter. She's out of the picture. Drugs. Oh, she's out of the picture. Um, yeah. Well, what does that mean? Hang on. Is she dead, or what do you mean she's out of the picture? Uh, She's in a different state and still has problems with drugs. We rehabbed her five times. It didn't take. Okay, so you have custody of grandson. You yeah. legal custody. Yeah, okay, cool. and, yeah, and how's the how's the father? Is he a bum or not? He's a, he's um, he's he, he he went to court, had himself declared an indigent, so that he didn't have to pay the to the Medicaid. That's why he he doesn't pay that. Yes, he's, well, if I he's would, indigent, but, and does he? 
<laughs> does he maintain a relationship with the child? As of January, he says he's not going to have any visitations, no. Well, you'd have to wait one year, and if there was no contact, no efforts to contact, now understand this, you can't do anything to obstruct or hinder contact between the father and the child, okay? And also, the, the mother, you would have to serve both of them before you would file your petition to adopt. But, you know, once there's no contact or no support, you don't necessarily need their permission to adopt. The, the permission from the mother is no problem. We can get that. Okay. Yeah, he's talking about the father. Listen, right, right. you're yeah, saying I that. I understand what he's saying, yeah. How old are you? Now, no, wait a minute. If you, if no, you, he wants to adopt a child. How old are you, roughly, caller? At 64. Okay, so he's young enough to adopt this child, him and his wife, right, Mark? And yeah, absolutely. How old's the child? Eight. All right. After one year passes, you would make application for adoption. You'd file all of the proper paperwork. You'd indicate on your on your uh, motion that there's been no contact for an excessive year. There's been no support. There's been no efforts to support or contact. Uh, and, and then you would still have to serve him, though. I believe you would still have to serve him notice of the adoption. Well, he Here's what you do. Is that is that a problem? You still have, no. You just you got to make sure you serve him the petition that you're filing with probate court to adopt the child. Once okay. he is served, notice that a lawsuit that that a hearing is being held relative to the adoption of his child and the date of the hearing and the time of the hearing and where the hearing's at. If he doesn't come and he's been served, then it's a cakewalk. Yeah, so here's what you do. Keep a calendar and make keep a calendar. Make sure he doesn't call a kid or have contact with the kid by him not doing that. Then a year from that date, go see Mark DeVecchio at the firm and have him get underway for there it. There you go. Put some, put some money and he'll, and he'll handle it. I'm, I'm sorry. Just contacting by the phone. Every now and then, my grandson insists, not as an insist, but asks if we can call and tell his father that he's not coming. Is that counted as, is that, does that count as contact? Yes. Okay, so I gotta watch that. Okay. Well, right. yeah, but like I said, remember, don't do anything to obstruct contact. Don't do yeah, anything but Mark, to hinder it. Mark, didn't he just say that the father said he doesn't want to see him anymore? So basically, you can tell that to the kid, hey, your dad's gonna be gone. Yeah, I guess well, you're gonna, but that is that in the child's best old. interest, really? Do you want to do that to that child? That's terrible. Uh, sounds like the good dad's a bum. Well, you know what? See what you happens what, in the Ron, course of the year. You're a bum. You're see, a bum, Ron. See what happens in the course of the year. You're like someone call you a bum, Ron. <laughs> just just this, you're a bum, Ron. Just, just <laughs> you know what? Just do whatever you can do to to keep that the best interest of that child at heart. Okay. Let me um, let me say this to you, Tom, because I've seen it too many times. Oh, I want to hear this. If a mother disparages the father in front of the child. Right. Or the father disparages the child about the mother. You are just tearing at their own self-esteem. I agree. I tell people, don't do it. This guy's got the best interest of that child at heart. Right. To raise that child away from the... the chi you know what? Children figure it out all on their own. One day, they grow up, and then they go, oh, I see what was happening now. They'll figure it out. But right. don't, don't, don't. Here's what usually happens. I mean, seriously. Kid, yeah, kids uh, no, grow, we'll see. It, parents play the children off. It, it, right. It's sickening. It's kids sickening grow, to me. Kid, or, Mark, it's really sickening it. to me. It's the, Mark, kids grow up. They look around. They see their mother and father. They say to themselves, God, this isn't for me. And what do they do? They go join the Army. <laughs> oh, real nice, Ron. Real nice, yeah. Wow, thanks, that was bad. Tom. Yeah, that was real bad. nice, Ron. Thanks. <laughs> wow, thanks, that Ron. Really deep. appreciate it. <laughs> that cut deep.
Wow. Really good. Thanks. Because <laughs> yeah, my know, son, he went and did his his pre uh, uh, boot camp training today and passed it all. You know, he had to do so many things. So, well, see, yeah, and that's yeah, a lot of times they do that just to get away from their mom and dad. Yeah. Well. Oh man. I, he's kind of you know he gets to get away from his mom. He's kind of. Like, so, so let me ask you: Is there any truth, Dave, that you're thinking about joining the army? Um, I got a bad wheel now. I don't think I can get through basic. Uh, right. They go, "Who's that? Who's that pear-shaped recruit over there with the gray hair?" Yeah, limping. Oh, yeah. I've been watching my son train, and I'm just sitting there going. You know, Joseph, you could have a desk job. You don't have to beat up your body like this. He goes, I love it, Dad. I've never seen my son so happy as he is now. He is just so excited about going into the service. And he's just, he's working hard and he's, you know, you know, just really preparing himself for it. So that's wonderful. You know, I'm not going to be able to see him for or talk to him for 10 weeks. When they're in basic, the only thing you can do is send them a letter. Well, no, and then if you send them too many letters, the drill sergeants make fun of them. So you'll, yeah. you'll, you'll go to his graduation. I oh, absolutely! I, nothing, nothing, nothing will keep me from my son's graduation. Nothing. Unless it's a unless it's a beautiful, sunny, terrific boating weekend. It puts, no, hey, outside no. of that, outside of that, no, nothing. no, no, nothing's gonna. Not, you would have to kill me to keep me from going to my son's graduation. I can tell you that right now. All right, let's go to Chris. Online too, Chris. Are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? Um, I'm very good. Uh, I have, uh, first first order of business. I would like to extend my gratitude for your son's service and wish him the best of luck. Well, lives. thank you. It isn't uh, necessarily the first choice his mother and I had for him, but I've realized people that volunteer, it's really a calling, and you can't. Keep them from it. I remember my son uh, out of high school wanting to go, and you know we had a little more sway over him than there. And he tried law school for a year, and he came home and he said, "Dad, I hate it. I I know you want me to be a lawyer, but I hate, I hate, I hate it. I hate sitting at a desk. I hate studying the law. I want to go." And I knew he wanted to to do something. He didn't want to go to graduate school. My son, you know, he's pretty smart. And uh, he enlisted in the infantry. I mean, he's what they call a fister. I got to learn all these terms now. A fister with a. You will. Uh, now, you know. hang on. You become okay. an expert in right. acronyms. Right. And now, Chris, hang on a second. Uh, Mark. Yes. Let's, uh, let, let, let's review that just as we look at childhoods. As Dave has talked about Joseph's young childhood, where I don't want to sit behind a desk or be a lawyer and I'm smart, but I want to go do something physical. Now, if we go back to Dave's young childhood, he wanted to be. Uh, he, he was. Uh, uh, he wanted uh, to be an actor. Wanted, an actor. He wanted, be, he wanted to be in the theater. Right. <laughs> I did. I wanted to be an actor. I was cracking up. Yeah. I, mean, I did. I mean, I mean, I so wanted if we go to back. go to Hollywood or New York and pursue an acting career. And my dad said, yeah, right after law school. Right. Okay. I mean, it was a little be, different back then. You know, when I was my son's age, you yeah. know, when your dad said, go over there and pick that up, 
You went yeah. over there and picked that up. It's it's a different time now. Not what's same right. in my time too. You know, but I can I mean, remember. I, I can remember I, my father beating me with the belt. I mean, if you did that now, you'd get arrested. Absolutely. No, but I'm just saying. You look, you look at Joseph. He wants to be a soldier when, at that age, and when you were that age, you wanted to. David be wanted to play a soldier. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to play a soldier. I mean, seriously, on Mark. Broadway. <laughs> no, no, Mark. You know what's funny is my dad was Mark. of the greatest generation. He's deceased now, as you know. And he was a fister. He was a Ford operating guy with the radio. And my son, when I, and as I look back, my son was always asking me about my father's service. Always. He was so proud. My dad was in the Battle of the Bulge. So proud of his grandfather. And I had all my dad's military wow. stuff. And years ago, I remember my dad going, I've kept this stuff forever. I'm just going to give it to Goodwill. And I regret so badly not having my father's jacket and oh, some that of the, was a uh, mistake yeah. yeah i know it was a mistake. i have my father's yeah i, I, I have my father's it yeah. was I a huge my, mistake i cherish I it my too. Dad's, it's awesome yeah. you know but i just i want you to reflect on this dave and i want mark to reflect on it at this stage in joseph's life he he, he wants to you know he's joining the military and working out and at this if we flash back at this stage in your life you wanted to play peter pan i mean think no, about at it, this, at, at, at no at this i mean mark son, think about it. no no at my <laughs> son's <laughs> age at 25 uh-huh. I was in my last year of law school, uh, and I remember I remember this distinctly. I was trying a case. Get this, Ron. On my twenty fifth birthday, Mark. Get this. Is this in the theater or no, in a real courtroom? On my twenty fifth birthday, I was in a trial. They had like a, a Mock clinic. Trial? No, they had a clinic. <laughs> they had a clinic at the law school, and we had real clients. And I remember a lawyer down in Columbus who's very, very well known down there now. His name's Sam Shemansky. He's one of the top oh, yeah. he's one of the top criminal lawyers in Columbus. And I, on my twenty fifth birthday, our pictures were on the front page of the dispatch uh, on wow. this case we were trying of a woman that had seventeen dogs in her house. Wow. Yeah. It was pretty mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. was a, it was a really nice smelling house. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to think. So Joseph's in the army, and Dave's not on Broadway. No, no. That's how that works. All right, Chris, you had a question. Yes, just briefly before that, though, uh, I'm very glad you see you uh, recovered well from your surgery. Uh, it's very good to hear. Yeah. I know, not easy to go through. Uh, one more quick thing. I have a black and white picture that uh, my father took out of his TPM Avenger. Uh, out the window, he was a he ran the radar on board of that uh, aircraft. And he took the picture out of a bunch of Marines and one Navy corpsman raising a U.S. flag on the beach of Iwo Jima. Wow! And uh, it's, it's he took the picture of the first live event. You know, he's covering fire and all that kind of stuff. But the picture made me so proud. Yeah, and asked him lots of stuff, but I never joined the service. But yeah. my daughter, uh, my she's my daughter, my stepdaughter, kept asking me about. My dad, who she had never met, she kept asking about him. What about his Navy service? And, you know, and I answered the best I could. Um, and didn't know that she was going to want to join the Navy herself. So, right, you know, she's on board an aircraft carrier as we speak underway. Yeah, well, so, thank you for I mean, her service. I mean, yeah. I, I have taken a new perspective. Thank you very much for calling, Chris. I've taken a new perspective on, uh, you know, we have an all-volunteer army and an all-volunteer services, and... 
you know, you know, you never pay attention to these things. Sort of you, right. you sort of side pay attention to them. And I went on YouTube and I'm looking at all this stuff and I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe people voluntarily subject themselves to this grueling punishment. And my son has an option in his contract that he could try out to be a ranger. And wow. They put you through what's called this RASP training, which is Ranger Assessment Selection Program, and they literally beat the hell out of you for eight wow. weeks. And at the end of the eight weeks, they could say, nah, we're not going to pick you. And so, <laughs> Like you said, it's a calling. Yeah. It's a calling. So, uh, it's a, you're you know, my, my son was doing so many pull-ups the other day. Now, here's the difference between me and my son. When I was his age, I couldn't do one pull-up. <laughs> to this day, I couldn't do one pull-up. My son was doing a round of 80 pull-ups, right? Oh, wow. And he injured his lat. So I had to send him to a chiropractor, and I'm... You know, and I'm, I'm getting him some treatment and the eighty without stopping. No, no, no. He was doing like, he was doing uh, four pull ups, ten push ups, ten sit ups. Uh, however, eighty is that's how many rounds he was doing. So he'd jump up, he'd do pull ups, he'd go down, he'd do push ups. You should see my son's push ups. I mean, wow. I'm, I'm like, oh my god. I like, he just like snap up and down, up and down, up and down, up wow. and down. His arms are real close to his body. I mean, yeah. He's, and he's a big boy. You've yeah, seen Joseph. Yeah. He's he's not you know yeah. not a little that's skinny. A, skinny. That's what kid. Joseph. And and at the flashback today, Mark. At this time, he wanted to play the scarecrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Ron. There's something wrong with you, Dean. Do you have a question for us? You bet. How you doing, Dean? Hey, I'm doing all right. All right. Uh, here's my question. On in, back in October 2017, had a divorce decree. Trumbull County Court ordered that my wife's son quit claim within 30 days. She still hasn't done it. Do I have to hire a lawyer and pay legal fees to uphold or have a court order? Can't he just take the judgment entry over and do it, Mark? If the judgment entry provides that in the event that she does not execute the quit claim deed, the judgment entry could be used to substitute the the quit claim deed. It has to be on the order signed by the judge to make Is it on there? It is. Yes, it is. Well, you could take. Yeah, then take. You could take your, a certified copy of your of your separation agreement to the recorder's office, and they'll quick claim it over to you. Excellent. All right. Thank you. All right. Absolutely. See, we solve problems. Yeah, here. we helped the guy out. We helped the guy out. Ron, anything ignorant you want to say? Yeah, about stay the tuned. Porno then. magazines you get at your house, the subscriptions, <laughs> the Wii, Hustler, and and Playboy. Anything else? Any anything what? disparaging you want to say about me or Mark? Anything inappropriate oh. you want to say? No, I was I was hoping you'd do a little rendition of Hello Dolly for me. <laughs> Which see you don't know this story, do you? No. Right. In my in, in my senior high school play, I remember them all. Okay. I remember everything. I, yeah, you're no good. In my senior, when I was a senior, okay. Yeah. I, I brought my friend Chucky with me today, by the way, who's sitting in the studio with us, and he was a Division One college athlete, all Steel Valley back in the day, you know. And Syracuse. I, we got a, he got Woody Hayes was sitting at his house and everything else. I was in the high school play. Okay. Did you sing it like Jimmy Durante? Yeah. No, I, I had a little talking part and I had dancing. But I was so uncoordinated, I couldn't keep up with the other dancers. So they had to modify my dancing role because I was just weak. Okay? It was sad. It was sad. All right, Joe. We're going to go to Joe. Joe, are you there? 
Yes, how you doing? Good, Hi, how Joe. are you? Welcome to Legally Speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, um, I have a question about uh, workers' rights. Okay, and here, here's my question. Okay, Evan, let's just, let's just say I'm working for a widget company. A what okay. company? A widget? A widget, okay. widget company. Um, and we have, you know, we have a shift that's from 8 to 4.30, okay? And my question is this. Um, ever since I started there, I've been there for, for quite a long time. Um, we always knew, you know, we, we're, we start at 8, and they never can tell us when we're leaving work, okay? So, it, like, a lot of times, you'll get times where you go home at 4 or 4.30, and other times where you don't leave basically until the work is done, okay? And, you know, 99.9% of the time, I always stay when I ask, you know, things like that. I don't have any kind of attendance problem or anything like that. My question is this. Um, the other day, I had informed the... Um, the foreman down there, I said, hey, uh, I need to leave work on time. I need to leave at 4.30, after, you know, eight hours. I need to leave on time. I have something to do. So he says, oh, you know, do this, fill out this form. And so he comes to me later, he's like, hey, you know, what's the, what's the deal? Why do, you, why do you need to leave? And I informed him why I needed to go. Um, but long story short is if um, in that situation, if they – decided to take disciplinary action towards me what rights do i have because zero i mean i have any kind of zero with um attendance or zero. anything like that you have zero rights okay you have a union any kind of no, union? No, do you have a collective no bargaining agreement no nothing do you an have employment a written, contract do you have an employment contract no i mean we have an employee handbook but it says nothing about okay anything like i want that. you to close your eyes right now what do you see Dark. <laughs> Nothing. That's how many rights you have with your employer right now. It, Ohio is what they call an at-will state, meaning you could be fired for a good reason, a bad reason, or no reason whatsoever. Now, they can't fire you because of your age. They can't fire you because you're a woman. They can't fire you because of a religious belief. They can't fire you because of your ethnicity. They can't fire you because... Uh, of, of some other things, jury right. duty, things of that sort. But short of those, if if you you know came to work and said, "Hey, I need to leave at four thirty," he says, "If you leave at four thirty, you're fired. You're out of your you're job. Fired. Yeah. You're fired." Now uh, you could I mean, get what, unemployment you have right to claim unemployment at that point. You could get unemployment because unemployment's different than having a legal right to your job. Right. You can get unemployment. Um, if they fired you without cause, but then if right. they fired you with cause, you can't even get unemployment. Yeah, but I mean, they're going to say their causes that you couldn't stay well, and work into the never-ending shift. The unemployment over. agency generally sides with the worker as they should, because okay. workers really have no rights. The corporations and the yeah. employers, they have all of the rights. Because uh, thank you very much for Joe. Because the idea is you don't want to hamstring a company. You want, to, you want the managers of the company to be able to hire and fire who they want. Now, having said that, this is why it's better to have a collective bargaining agreement right. because that gives you job security. Okay, People always want to blast the unions and everything, but collective bargaining agreements protects people from unjust conditions. Uh, unjust unfair. conditions like that. All right. We have time for one more. I think we do. Rich, are you there? I was hoping you do the Hello, theme how you doing? Track. Good. How are you, Rich? Good. I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. My father passed away, and this was a few months back. And I'm I got sorry a to hear from that. From the company he worked for, he had 
a disability claim. And it stated that there was uh, death benefits to be payable to either a spouse or siblings. Well, when I called, the way it was written, it was for siblings under the age of 25. The guy told me that he didn't have a will or anything. He told me that me, we can file to get his... Uh, Okay, let me let me give you the short answer to this. Go when ahead. someone dies, Go they ahead. die with either probate or non-probate property. <clears throat> a life okay. insurance policy is non-probate property, meaning it does not have to go through the probate court for the person to get that. Okay. If the beneficiaries in that policy are not living, they're not going to let you just grab it. They're going to pay it into the estate and let the estate figure what? out with it. That's, That's our short he- answer. We got to go. Thank you. Tomorrow morning on WFMJ Today, I will be on at 640 talking about that Larry Nasser case. You see that yeah. guy? What a wild case that yeah. was. Join me tomorrow morning on WFMJ.